Yo, what's good? You are now tuning into the Soul Food Sunday podcast with me. Today I'm doing it by myself, but but not by myself. I have a special guest on with us today. So for all you listeners out there, I just want to say you are in for a treat. So this is where we talk about everything black, culture, fitness, and health. You know, today's episode is, is number eight. Uh, and we have a special guest. She's a collegiate, a black collegiate star, right? And she's taking no shortcuts. So I want to welcome, because she's a big inspiration. Uh, she's a daughter. She's a student athlete. And she's a she's a really smart lady. <laughs> I have my girl Elle on. Eleonora. Oh, hey. uh, oh, man. Come on. People, I'm, I'm butchering her name. Come on. Tell, tell the people your name. How do, how do you pronounce your name? Eleonora Omoregi. So you say that so different than I would <laughs> ever, you know, dreamt of. But uh, I just want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for taking time from your busy schedule. Uh, and I wanted to give the, the Soul, Food Sun- Soul Food Sunday podcast a different perspective, right? So, um, you know, for you guys that's been listening and been following along, I thought it was going to be a great idea to bring uh, bring in on um, a student athlete, you know, a black student athlete that's going through the process, right? So uh, you guys are in for a treat today. Uh, but L, let's start off. Let's tell people your your origin story. Like, yeah, where are you from, first and foremost? Okay, so I was born in Italy, but my parents are Nigerian, so I'm a black Italian. And, you know, when I say I'm Italian, people always ask me, are there any black Italians in Italy? And yeah, there are because I am one. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not many, but you are one of of uh, one of them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? And, uh, um, I'm the youngest of a very very large family. I have seventeen siblings, and um, yeah, I I grew up with a with an Italian culture and an African culture which are very, very different. So it was kind of hard because, you know, I'm African, but not completely African because I grew up with white people. So I really had to, you know, understand what that meant. Mm. But um, tell, tell us, how, what, what, what does that mean to you? Like, what is your experience with that? Um. So, you know, I had to get used to the fact that I was going to be the only black person in the classroom. I was going to be the only black person, you know, wherever I had to go. And sometimes I felt different. I felt uncomfortable. Um, but the thing is, you know, there are a lot of good people out there. So I almost never felt like I was not wanted, you know. I felt like I belonged, especially because I grew up there. So uh, the Italian culture is my culture, too. Uh, But, of course, there are a lot of ignorant people out there. There are a lot of ignorance. Uh, There is a lot of ignorance everywhere you go. So so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say that people are racist, you know, and just start you know blaming people but what i'm trying to say is that for black people living you know as a minority is uh 
a different kind of experience because you always need to prove something. You need to prove that you're worth it even just to get your foot in the door. So it's like you always have to do more than, you know, white people. And uh, sometimes it it gets frustrating because um, you feel like you don't have the same opportunities. You need to hustle more. You need to uh, always prove yourself. Um, But yeah, the main thing also was that I was African in the house. And then as soon as I stepped out of the door, I was surrounded by white people. So, you know, I was like African at home and then acting white outside, if that makes sense. So growing up, yeah. So growing up for me was really, um, I don't want to say hard, but it was challenging because I had to learn how to embrace my blackness and also how to embrace the beauty of two cultures that are completely different. Wow. So I, I wanna, being black. I, I want to touch on that. Um, like, okay. you know, because that's deep. And in our culture, you know, because, you know, we've been suppressed. You know what I'm saying? So um, that yeah. you had to, you know, be uh, African at home. And then you have to switch it up when you're in in the outside the house, outside those walls. You had to conform and to suppress who you want to be and who you naturally were to fit into society. And I think a lot of um, people in our culture, we do that on a daily basis. Like if you're going yeah. for, for an interview. Right. And like, say you had a phone interview. You're not talking. <laughs> you're not talking. The same as if you were talking to your brother or your friends or, or your sisters or, you you know, you'll switch it up as if you're talking to, um, you know, non people of color. And it's crazy because we do that more often than we think. Right. And I think, you know, like you said, you you've learned how to embrace, you know, your your blackness, who you are without suppressing who you are. And I think that's just a, a testament of, you know, your growth and you know, you becoming who you need to be. So, uh, you know, I think you pretty much answered, you know, my next question was, how was it growing up, you know, being black in Italy? And you just, you just answered that, like, um, you know, on the head. So um, now I do want to ask you though, L. now coming to the States, uh, was there any adjustments that you had to, had to make? Like, I know we talked before the show, like, you know, you said, uh, you know, you experienced, experienced more, um, was it racism? Do we want to say that over there uh, in Italy versus the States? Like, how was that adjustment? I think uh, it's easier for me to feel like I belong here just because there are more Black people around me. Like, when I was in Italy, all my friends were white. Uh, here, most of my, fr- most of my friends <clears throat> are Black, so I fit in more. And, um, yeah, there, there are um, racist episodes in my life, too. Um, but I don't want to say that there are a lot of them because it wouldn't be fair. Um, because there are a lot of good people. There are a lot of good Italians. And uh, I love them. And, yeah, so I don't want to say that everybody's racist. That's not true. But you know, everywhere you go, you're gonna meet you're gonna meet the ignorant pe- person, and you're gonna meet the great person everywhere. 
So it's obvious, you know, a matter of time. facts, big facts. And let me back up because I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I don't think I, you know, share with the the listeners who you are, right? So we have Elle. She's a student athlete, but not just any student athlete, right? She's she majors in bio, bio people, bio, and she's a. Uh, uh, you know, well-decorated student athlete in track, track and field. Um, and she's broken so many records. It's crazy. L, like, share with the, the listeners, right, what you've accomplished yes. so far. So my freshman year, I broke the FSU indoor record in the high jump. And then before that, um, I won few uh, national championship, junior national championships in Italy, and um, I represent my country too, you know, around the world. That's, that's phenomenal. Like, uh, to say the least, like, I mean, come on, man. Like, that's, what, come on, man. You, you're going to be an Olympian, right? That's on the table or, or no? You know, I try to be yeah, humble. Yeah, come <laughs> on. Don't, don't be humble. What Kendrick Lamar say? No, no, I'm just um, but no, I think, you know, uh, with, with your focus and your mindset, you know, like that's on the table for sure. But uh, what are you going to do with the bio major? So I'm trying to get into PA school in two years and uh, yeah, become a PA. Uh, we really don't have this profession in Italy. It's kind of new to me. So I was interested in it at first, and, uh, uh, you know, I made some research. I did some research into it and uh, realized that I think that's what I want to do. So with my bio major, I'm, you know, doing, I'm covering most of the prereqs for PA school. And, yeah, that's my angle, hopefully. Nice. I believe you'll, you'll, you'll crush that with no doubt. Um now that they have a little, a little bit of your history and you know the the, the records, uh, you know that you hold. Now we're gonna go back to you know being a black student athlete. Now, do you have to, you know, because you know you've been an athlete in Italy, right? So you were pretty much like you and your family were like the only blacks in your city, probably <laughs> or your town. Okay. <laughs> real. Okay. So now coming to the states to FSU. Right. So now I know FSU has a, a a really good program, track and field. You know, you guys have a great coach. Right. So do you feel like that you have to suppress your athletic ability now that you are around more people of color? No, I actually feel like it's awesome because we push each other because we know how powerful we are. Like. I honestly think that being black, there is some kind of magic behind being black because it's just awesome. And um, being around black people is what I needed because um, back home, I sometimes felt like I needed to hide myself, you know. And here, that's not the case. I can just be black and embrace it. And uh, that's why I mean. it's, it's funny you say that because, you know, like uh, you can feel like you're being yourself. And, you know, more often than not, like, you know, I'm sure that, you know, I, I experienced that. I'm going to speak from my experience. Like I grew up in, you know, Indiana. Uh, predominantly it was, you know, uh, it was white. But where I'm from, you know, you have a mixture. 
you know, in the school I went to, it was it was balanced. Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like from my experiences of uh, being a, you know, a student athlete and performing at a high level, you know, I necessarily didn't feel like I had to suppress myself because, you know, I grew up in the hood. I grew up in, you know, uh, the projects. I grew up rough. So I was already like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have to suppress me. Yeah. You know, I, I felt mm -hmm. like I could dominate, you know, um, everything I did physically. And I, I did. So confidence was already at a high, you know, from an early age and no one could tell me anything. So I we had an episode with Coach G um, a few episodes ago about um, feeling, you know, where did we feel most um, dominant or where did we feel the most comfortable uh, or more, most comfortable? And I would say for me, it would be anything physical. Anything physical, I feel like, and I have an opponent, I, I'm going to dominate them. I have a good chance of winning. So that's how I feel like, and I know you probably feel that that confidence too. And like you said, you've been empowered by your, you know, by your teammates and other people and student athletes of color. I think that's amazing. And I know you feel like at home, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. I think that's dope. I can really relate to that, um, you know, just being around that that intense training. And you, like you said, you're going to level up. So um, how often do you train? Speaking of training, how often do you train? Um, I train every nice. day. Mm, yeah. And uh, I lift three, two, three times mm -hmm. a week. And, yeah, I just try and keep it, you know, different every three weeks it's like we have three week cycles and um and yeah it's it gets oh, intense <laughs> it gets intense but, but, but so, it's worth it so being on a um a team like that right that you you know it's predominantly black especially the sprinting jumping you know pretty much the whole track team yeah um <laughs> do you feel <laughs> like uh there's more um uh synergy or is there like just competition, like you know, with with each other? I think there is a lot of synergy, but what makes you become better is the competition. And track and field is an individual sport, so if you don't if you don't feel like you want to be better than the person next to you, then what you, what we're talking about, you know, like you need to have the you know, the beast mode inside you. You need to be a competitor because when you compete, that's all that counts. You need to be ready to go. So, yeah, we work as a team, but then it's facts. all about you. Facts, facts, facts. Um, so, okay, so going, you know, we're talking about school. You're talking about competing. Let's go back to the academics. Now, what, what percentage of people of color are, like, in your major? Like, if you had to guess, what do you think? Uh, the percentage would be? Well, um, honestly, I think the percentage is really low. I would say like 25%. Wow, okay. um, I was thinking lower, think to be honest with you. I was many. thinking lower. Yeah. Really? Really? I don't know. I feel like the I feel like we are increasing, especially in the STEM fields, but right. we're still not there. We, we can... So I think, I think what can, you know, um, help bring awareness and, and, and help, you know, uh, young, uh, black student athletes or, or people of color, um, 
is that like sharing messages like this, you know, like seeing that it can be done, hearing that it can be done at a high level, you know? So I think, and again, I want to thank you again for coming on the Soul Food Sunday podcast is, you know, because it's like shows like this is we're going to be able, we're going to be able to share with the, the younger generations that's coming up. So I think it's again, awesome that you came on today. Um, yeah, really excited. Um, but you know, speaking of that, what should black high school athletes or athletes of color really be focused on more than anything? I think, um, especially for black people, um, there are a lot of first generation college students. So I think they should really take pride in being able to go to college and make the most out of it, you know? So I think they should, you know, start thinking bigger and uh, they should uh, feel like they want to be better than the generation before and that they want to set the foundation for the next ones. It's not just about themselves. It's about more. It's about whatever comes after them. So when you think that way, then you have a whole different perspective and you take college more nice. seriously. Well said, well said, well said. Um, man, is there anything like, you know, what would you tell your younger self um, if you had to tell the young, young, young girl, L? Um, I would tell her that, you know, she needs to live in the present, but keep an eye on the future. And that because, that's because, uh, personally, I like to think ahead of time, like a lot ahead of time. I need to plan because otherwise, you know, I don't have a plan of action. And when I do that, I, uh, I tend to forget that I'm in the present moment. So, it's like I get anxious about the future. So what I'm trying to say is, yes, it's good to plan, but don't plan too much because, you know, you can have plan A, B, C, D, Z, and all these plans can work too. If plan A don't work, don't, you know, don't get, don't, don't get frustrated. Just make it work somehow. So being in the present moment is important too because, Whatever you do now is going to affect whatever you do, whatever is going to be in the future. So, yeah, being the present, it's really important. But, you know, you don't have to forget that there is something after. Facts. Facts. L, what do you want to see more of in the black culture? Um, I love the black culture because there is a big sense of, of community. And... Um, I think this is what makes us different from white people. And I say this with 100% confidence because I live with black, with white people my whole life and they really don't know what, you know, being a community means. And um, I think this is our superpower, you know, the fact that we, we feel like we belong to something bigger. And uh, yeah, our blackness is not just, color is something more and um, I think this is what will make us elevate and stand out and yeah I really think that we need to you know keep empowering each other supporting each other and 
we're gonna be we're gonna Bye. be great. Well said. Um, I, I truly uh, uh, believe what you said. Um, as a culture, I mean, we do have that. You know, when it's time to come together, we're gonna come together. You know, um, so I think that's yeah. that's dope, mm-hmm. and I share the same uh, thoughts as you as well. Um, but again, I want to thank you. You know, I know you have a busy schedule. Guys, make sure you guys are rocking with the Soul Food Sunday podcast because we're going to be bringing on guests like this. Um, and L, what, where can people find you on social media? You guys can find me on Instagram and it's just my name, E-L-E-O-N-O-R-A-O-M-O-R-E-G-I-E. And I'm always open for, you know, gotcha. a good conversation. And, and guys, follow her journey. This is a future Olympian. We're going to say doctor. We're going to say we're going to speak it into existence. But <laughs> uh, look for look out for L in the future. And thank you guys for rocking with the Soul Food Sunday podcast. Make sure you like this episode. Subscribe to this station and stay updated to the latest and greatest information on black culture, fitness and health. And be sure to follow us on IG, and that's Black Fitness Movement. Also on Facebook, Black Fitness Movement as well. And blackfitnessmovement.com to stay updated on all of the great things happening with Black Fitness Movement. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you again, L, And we'll see you guys soon. Absolutely. Thank you we'll so do it again. much. All right. See you later. <laughs> right. <laughs>